Yeah. It's very confusing. No, it's easy. It's fine. Right, so, so should we get on and record this podcast that may or may not be episode nine then? Fine. Right. Whatever. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to episode nine of Frook Unwrapped, the Food Re- Food Review UK podcast. My name is Stuart and I am joined tonight by, well, rather than telling you who they are, I've prepared a wonderful introduction. It's an honour to be hosting this week's show I'm joined by two fellas that you already know One's a prince amongst men, loads of charm but no hair Some call him beefy, others call him Shea Bear The other's subhuman, a figure of hate It's Jameson Michael and Peterson Nate Hey! <laughs> right, Absolute lads! Are you alright? I cannot wait to hear that in its full effect Oh mate, mate, it's so good, so good Really, For the listeners, really... we've only heard basically MJ's uh, MJ Stewart's words there, so we don't know what music or anything that's accompanied to. I can only imagine that's the sickest intro that we've ever had. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm feeling pretty hyped. I'm feeling pretty gangster at the moment. So, <laughs> how are you doing, lads? Very well. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm still suffering slightly from the the niggling cough, which which interrupted a lot of the last episode of the podcast but i'm getting over it in time for a, a nice uh illness-free healthy winter that's my hope anyway michael oh, how are you? yeah i'm good thank you yeah yeah not too bad can't complain will complain won't complain least i'm oh. clear though yeah well i'm, I'm glad you've uh, made a decision about that we are joined tonight then by a special guest host but obviously rather than saying his name I've prepared a little intro for him as well. Here we go. Oh, beautiful. It's time to raise a toast to tonight's guest host. Because when it comes to roast, he's a winner. He's the paladin of dinner. He's more magnificent than Steve McQueen or Yul Brynner. He's like Chris Reeves, Superman without the forelock. Oh, Captain, my captain. It's Michael freaking Harlow. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> Good evening, Michael. Are you well? Hello. I'm very well. That was quite the intro. Thank you. Did you enjoy my my uh, pop culture references to you then? I did enjoy the pop culture references. A particular favourite is Paladin of Dinner. I, uh... I, I was really, I was yeah. really happy with that one. The yeah, Paladin definitely. Paladin of Dinner. I mean, when I went on uh, AltaVista and typed in synonyms for champion, I was really happy when I found Paladin. So yeah, good work. <laughs> Solid. You good though, man. Yeah, very well, thank you. Very well, thank you for having me on. It's, oh, uh, no worries. So, a pleasure. If people aren't possibly sure who Michael Harlock is, uh, you have appeared in a number of Food Review UK videos in the past, haven't you? That is correct. Yes, I have. You, you haven't been in any for a while, have you? Though I haven't. No. Is is that I've been hiding? Is that just because you find Michael Jameson as abhorrent as the rest of us, or? <laughs> I mean, mostly, it, it's the touching. <laughs> that that's the that's the real issue. But, you know, we're, we're working through it. We're working through it. It, it has what? become a bit of an issue behind the scenes. It has. You're it working has. through that tonight, are you? Uh, he's sitting <laughs> rather close. So, you know, if you're hearing a yelping, you'll know what's going on. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Michael, 
I, obviously, we know you very well, but for those people who are listening, I want to ask some questions that are going to help us get to know you. So I've got 10 questions for you, but I don't want to ask all 10. So what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you to pick a number between 1 and 10, and I'm going to ask you the question which relates to that number. So, Michael, would you like to pick a number between 1 and 10? Let's go for number 7. Number 7, Michael. Would you rather eat in a restaurant on your own or on a table of annoying strangers? Oh, probably on my own. Really? I can be quite a solitary person. But I, I know you as being a man who is uh, almost uh, obsessed with awkwardness and, the, and awkward situations and hates them just as much as I do. And mm. would eating at a, a restaurant table on your own not be the most unbearably awkward thing? I would feel incredibly awkward about it. I would probably be okay. I would probably order double the amount that I normally would and just like bury my face in it. Just, you know, ignore the rest of the restaurant and just trough on. You could pretend that someone had stood you up. That would probably be less awkward. I don't often pretend that. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's not why we're here. (laughs) Also, that would be the plot of a shit sitcom rather than than real life, Michael. Go on, give me... Give me another fat man eats alone. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another number then, Mike. Let's go for number three. Number three, Mike. Do you have any weird food quirks? I used to like mayonnaise sandwiches as a child. Yeah, just, just bread and mayonnaise, nothing else. Sounds good. Um, I think I used to have. I think I used to have salad cream sandwiches. When salad I was a cream kid. is an acceptable substitute if you're out of mayonnaise. Thank you. <laughs> For many things. <laughs> oh, very, very lubricant. lubricant. Oh, yeah. I think you know Oh, I reckon a lot of people have got some kind of sauce-based sandwich past. Absolutely. Be, be it ketchup sandwich. Do you not reckon? You know, no, he, he only had ketchup for the first time a couple of years ago, so there's no way on earth he was eating sauce sandwiches as a child. It, Michael Jameson, if you were going to eat a condiment sandwich, what condiment would you have? Oh, that's the easiest fucking question in the world. Next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gravy, obviously. A gravy sandwich. <laughs> right. Anyway. Yeah, wicked. Uh, Mr. Harlock, a, yes. final, a final number, please, between one and ten. Let's go for number nine. Number nine, Michael Harlock. Sweet tooth or savoury tooth? Oh, definitely savoury tooth. Right. Any yeah. exceptions to that? Are there any any things that tempt you sweet-wise that sometimes uh, will... Anything in... involving chocolate and peanut butter. So what? peanut butter Kit Kats, Reese's Pieces, anything involving that, I'm there. Fantastic. I knew there was a reason I liked you. Yeah. Yeah, good man. Well, it was lovely getting to know you, but I think we need to get on with with more pressing issues. Before we get on to the topic of tonight's podcast, do any of us have any news? I do. <gasps> what, what was what were you exclaiming there? Why 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 the shock noise? I just love news. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were just that there was no news. Um it's Black Friday week. It's weird how this one day has not only infested our country, but also spread to a whole week. Um, so there's a few deals around there. The one that caught my eye this week uh, is, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Morrison's are selling a rather large Toblerone bar. Have any of you seen this? No. I have okay. seen this. Um, so it is a four 
and a half kilogram bar of Toblerone. A f- a f- an actual legit giant bar, not a lot of smaller bars within nope. a larger box. It seemed, well, certainly the way it's being sold and being perceived is that it is one solid bar. Now, it may be that within it, it's, it's, it's singular bars. I don't know, but certainly the way that they're, they're talking about it is that it is a legit bar. Um, now, <laughs> that in itself is quite quirky and weird, but I started looking at the maths of the whole thing. So this is being sold for... A, Let's have an early round of Quivia. Mike Harlock's not allowed to play this because he obviously knows the story. But what? Uh, how much do you think that was being sold for? Right, so hang on. What is it? Four and a half kilos? Four and a half kilos. I won't tell you any... I've got some more stats to do with, with, with stuff, but just have a guess. So ten, 20 quid. 20 quid, Michael Jameson. So how heavy, sorry? Four and a half kilos. Four and a half kilos. So ten, four, Stop Googling it. No, I'm not Googling it. Um, Stop auto-vistering it. 57 quid? Well, you're a prick. So <laughs> it is £57. Pounds. Um, <laughs> a ridiculous amount of money to spend on one chocolate bar. But I saw, I, saw in, I saw in the story that they were claiming that this was 12 times the size of a normal bar. So I was thinking, £57, pounds, 12 times the size. Let's have a look at this. So a normal bar is 360 grams, yeah. which goes into 4.5 kilos. Twelve and a half times. Yeah. Right. Morrison's currently sell a three hundred and sixty gram bar for three pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh. Three. three times twelve. Uh, twelve and a half comes to thirty seven pound fifty. Oh. So you're paying an extra twenty pounds <laughs> for the novelty of the size of this bar, and and this is on Black Friday week. Yeah. So that's sale price. Do you know that is. This is quite. This is marginally odd. Okay, so hashtag anecdote. I literally yesterday, less than twenty four hours ago, it was it was it was post ten o'clock. Oh, I bloody love a post ten o'clock Tesco visit. Anyway, it's post ten o'clock. I was in Tesco, and I have been planning to make a. I, I won't reveal what it is yet because it's fun. But I am planning to make a special fusion and a special flavour of Cadbury Dairy Milk. So I was looking at the because I'm an absolute fucking cheapskate. I was looking at the cheapest way to get dairy milk by weight, and this is how much of a cheapskate I was. I was looking at the bags of like Twirl, Whisper, Buttons, all that kind of thing, like the sharing bags, and there was like maybe one p difference between them. And I was still looking to find the best deal. Pathetic. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I was looking for that. Uh, it, that was, by the way, that was around. They were floating around the ninety pence per hundred grams mark. Um, I then found later on found um, like a nine pack of small bars that was sixty seven p per hundred grams. So obviously swapped out for them. Um, but yeah, that is also a weight chocolate price ratio triangle sort of anecdote linked to almost. Exactly what you just said, which is also a triangle because Toblerone. This is blowing my fucking mind. I think story. when you said, I think when you said sort of an anecdote, you were exactly right. I mean, it once again half a story, and it wasn't even the good half. I think my favourite thing about that anecdote was I wasn't entirely sure when it was finished. <laughs> no, I was expecting there to be some sort of powerful, not punchline because it wasn't a joke, but some some sort of you know point, interesting point to it, and no, it never came. No. Just you wait. Yeah, brilliant. Can't wait. I mean, I literally, if I wasn't already excited about Christmas, I, that's another reason why I probably won't sleep now. Who, who's, <laughs> oh, sorry, you're psychic now, are you? Who said I was going to do it before Christmas? 
I don't care. <laughs> I, I was I was planning to do it before Christmas. Good. Oh, good, good. All yeah. right. Excellent. Amazing. <laughs> any any more news then? That was all I could find. It was it was a shit week for news. Yeah, yeah there's nothing out there. Are you going to be passing on your findings to which, Nate? I think they'd be very interested. <laughs> <laughs> Given the scrutiny they're paying to Black Friday deals, that could be, you know, a game changer. That it could bring down blew, Morrison's. It just blew my mind. And bearing in mind, Morrison's have it on, on deal for £3. I found at other supermarkets for £3.95. Even at that rate, it's still more expensive to buy the, the large one. It's pathetic. Wankers, it's, mate, yeah. It is. You might as well buy the small ones, melt it down and make your own one. It's it's another reason why, to be honest, I'm not a big fan of Black Friday. I mean, if I'm honest, I prefer a good mix. So, reference, uh, <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. So to, tonight, then, or whenever you're listening to this, we are joined, of course, by Mike Harlock, and we are joined by Mike to discuss a topic which is incredibly close to his heart. He is a man of discernible taste. He is an English gentleman. And he is a massive fan of the roast dinner. And that is why we've got you on tonight, isn't it, Mike? That is correct. You I do love a good roast. Bloody Wee. loves a good He's like Andy Cole and Dwight York. He bloody loves a good roast. <laughs> <laughs> and what better way to start off our wonderful topic for the evening than with a bit of even more wonderful quivia from Nathan Peterson. Nathan, <sighs> Nathan, I want your quivia. I want it in me now. It will be inside you shortly. Um, just uh, on the subject of roast, I just want to quickly take a tangent. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, it's pretty good timing to do this show. I don't think we really thought about how well this was planned, bearing in mind yeah, we it's didn't. Thanksgiving in America on Thursday. Yeah, there's yeah. literally turkeys all over the farm now. <laughs> and, um, well, shut up. And it was National Roast Day on the 15th of November. So this is lovely... Wow. Nest in between two roast-based events. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then realising roast. Anyway, so, Quivia, you know the score by now. Five questions. Uh, Mike Harlock will win because he's guest, um, but we'll just go through <laughs> the scrutiny of it anyway. Question number one. According to a survey by One Poll, that's the name, not, not One Poll, it, it was a website called one, but anyway, uh, August, 2014, place the four classic meats. So that's your beef, your chicken, your lamb and your pork in order of preference for, for who? Like the, the British UK public. public. The, yeah. The British public. False. So there's, four, <laughs> so there's four points up for grabs here. Chicken, beef, lamb, no chicken, beef, chicken, beef, lamb, pork. Okay. Uh, Mr. Harlock. I am going to go for beef, chicken, pork, lamb. Okay, and Mr. Jameson? Chicken, beef, lamb, pork. Copper pork okay. number four. So, in order, I'm going, to, I'm going to score these as I go. Number one was beef. Oh. Mr. Okay. Harlock takes that point. Oh. Second was lamb. None of you got anything on that. What? No. Yeah. Yeah. Who's got who's got no money for lamb? So, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> beef, beef, beef was at the head with 34%. Lamb had 21%. <gasps> Third place was chicken with 20%. I'm horrified. And bottom of the pack was pork. You all got one point. Well done. Pork at the bottom. That is unbelievable. So oh, I'm, incorrect. I'm no. I mean, I, I mean, my ones that I gave were nothing to do with my personal preference. But... Oh, oh, 
I'm a, I mean, I'm so annoyed with the British public. It doesn't surprise me beef came... Actually, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that beef came out number one. I think we're a beef-loving nation. Yeah. I'm not particularly yeah. surprised by all of that. I, I, I would probably place pork above chicken, but... Absolutely. Um, uh, interesting enough, 7% of the people... Oh, sorry, start again. 7% of the people were wrong as they don't like Yorkshire puddings with their roast. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, disregard that poll. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okey Idiots. What a fucking shambles. Actually, also, uh, 7% of people also would eat a roast without meat. What? Well, it's not a roast then, is it? No, they would have the rest. They would have literally the whole dinner except for the meat. Bizarre. Yeah, my, my wife does that. But at least she's vegetarian, though. Yeah. Uh, question two. In a, another survey, completely unrelated, um, this time by The Grocer magazine, um, the survey suggests that the humble roast dinner is on the decline. How many fewer roasts do they estimate we as a nation ate last year compared to 2015? So how many less roasts or fewer roasts did the UK public eat? As a whole, like the whole nation? The whole nation, not per person, the whole, the whole nation. Like I'll, give you a clue. I'll give you a slight clue, it's in the millions. Jesus Christ, three million. Okay. Three million for Stuart. I'm going to go five million. Oh, gee. Five million for Harlow and Jameson. 2.75 million. Stuart? I I think, I I mean, I'm not going to change my answer because you ripped me to bits for it last time, but I I, I think I've gone way too low. I mean, what's the population in this country? It's conceivable that every single person in the country at one fewer fewer roast last year. Mm-hmm. So, it's con- conceivably it could be like seventy million. It could be seventy million, or, or, and I'm just putting this out there, it could be one hundred and fifty-seven million. What? I have no idea. I have no idea how they arrive at this figure. This is obviously based on how many roughly we eat as a nation um, in a year. I don't know what their their maths behind it was, but that was the final figure. Um, I, I can't say I'm surprised by their figures, to be honest, because I think their website is full of fucking cunts. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be frank and drop that bomb so early, but no, they lock off interesting content behind paywalls and they're dickheads. So there you go. I disregard their figures as well. Uh, join us next episode when Barry Cunt will be on the show, uh, founder <laughs> of The Grocer magazine. Um, uh, interesting enough, it, uh, previous year it was in fifth place on the food popularity survey, but it dropped down to sixth, being replaced by soup. People prefer fucking soup. What? To, uh, I'm yeah. seething. Uh, bonus oh. point, if you can tell me what was number one on the survey for food popularity. Chicken tikka masala. Okay. Anyone else? Donkey uh, Bob. Oh, fish and chips. Uh, Stuart's probably closest. It was uh, sandwiches. <laughs> sandwiches. It's like saying lunch. What was yeah. the most popular thing to eat? Lunch. <laughs> Meals. Okay. Yeah. Number three. I'm so angry. Uh, approximately how many calories are contained in this roast dinner? Oh. Right. Out of interest, do you prefer ounces or grams to work with? Grams. Depends what I'm uh, selling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with grams because uh, Michael Jameson was sensible for once um, 100 grams of chicken 100 grams of mixed roast uh, sorry mixed roast and mashed potatoes 
125 grams of boiled vegetables, two small Yorkshire puddings, a portion of stuffing and serving of gravy. How many calories in that meal do you think? 980 and then still starving afterwards. <laughs> Stuart's gone for 980. Uh, that sounds like a fucking child's portion. That was that was that was there was nothing. Uh, I'd say seven hundred and fifteen calories. Seven one five, Mister Harlock. I am going to go for eight fifty. Eight fifty. You but also still be hungry after all of that? Yeah. yeah this, I, I, in context, I, I couldn't quite work out how small that was because it did sound tiny. Uh, the actual answer right. is five hundred and sixty-five calories. Uh. <sighs> Jameson takes that. Um, well, that's a bre- that's a breakfast roast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a breakfast. yeah, triple it, and you've got a meal. This is according to the website LiveStrong.com. Oh, um, Lance Armstrong, go on, Lance. <laughs> um, they obviously gave all that detail, then followed it up with a very generic sentence: "A full Sunday roast with all of the accoutrements would be 850 calories." Like no, no reference of what type of meat or size or anything like. That. Just a full, a full Sunday roast. That's which was the, f- which yeah, was the figure not, that yeah. Har- That's the figure that Harlock said. Eight fifty. It was. It was. Bonus po- bonus points for Harlock. Oh, thanks very much. Okay. I'd, I'd like to make a case for five bonus points for being a lad. Incorrect. Oh no! No, you've no. You no. That's fine. Harlock gets five extra bonus points for being a lad. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. <laughs> On Instagram, how many public posts are there that use the hashtag hashtag roast dinner? I mean, I know why they're silent. Because Michael's got his phone out, hasn't he? And his dick. I can confirm he does not have his phone out. (laughs) What about his dick? (laughs) (laughs) Too busy Uh, with something else. I don't know, like like 1.6 million. 1.6 million. Um, I found with hashtags that there's actually fewer than you'd normally expect. I'm going to say... Not on your posts. (laughs) <laughs> no, eight eight hundred and eighty thousand. Eight eighty thousand. Okay, Mr. Harlock, it's down to you. I am going to go big. Wow, and go four and a half million. Fuck yeah! Oh Jesus! I mean, that was the wrong option to take. Um, yeah. Your answer is one hundred fifty-nine thousand eight hundred sixty-one. It's not. It's one hundred fifty-nine thousand nine hundred four. There have been. Uh... <laughs> There have been 43, 43 since you uh, wrote that figure down. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Stuart gets a minus point. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to also point out that I made the uh, comment that it would be fewer than you expect, and even my, even my estimate was four times overinflated. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, right. Pointing out your own faults doesn't make you more likeable, Michael. It's not a fault, it's a personality quirk. Um, question five this may be my favourite quivia question that I've ever ever come up with who fancy a game of Toby Carvery maths quiz (laughs) (laughs) who who wouldn't right stick with me boys (laughs) last Wednesday I walked into the Langley branch of the Toby Carvery with my wife my daughter and my mother-in-law we all had a Carvery dinner with two of us going for the king-size plate and Adelaide sharing her mum's dinner. My wife and mother-in-law each ordered a refillable Pepsi, but I, was dri- wasn't, sorry, I wasn't driving, so I decided to have a strawberry and lime copperberg. 
After dinner, my mother-in-law was still peckish, so she ordered a treacle sponge while my wife ordered a coffee which comes with a mini dessert. We left an eight-pound tip, unlike us. We left an eight-pound tip. <laughs> we decided to settle the entire thing three ways. How much did we each pay? Oh, man, right. Okay. I mean, I've written everything down as you were writing it, so... If you want me to read it again, please. For... No, no, please, please don't. So I think the total bill was £68, which means you would have you would have paid 34 each if it was done three ways. Don't... No, so sick. No, joking. Sixty-eight. So what? Twenty, twenty-three, twenty-three pounds each. Twenty-three pounds each. Fifty, forty, fifty-eight, uh, forty divided by three. So that's nineteen. Oh, nine. Oh God, I can't do maths. Uh, Sixty four fifty, uh, nineteen pounds fifty each. <laughs> oh, hang on, nineteen pounds fifty each. Okay, Mr. Harlock. I mean, silent there, so he can uh, undercut or overcut something. I've, I've just been doing, trying to do mental arithmetic, so my head hurts. Um, what I'm, did Jameson say? Michael Jameson currently is on twenty three. Stuart right. is on nineteen fifty. Mr. Harlock. Oh, I'm going to split the difference and go twenty one. Oh, very clever. £21. Okay. I'll walk you through it. <laughs> On a Wednesday, a carvery will cost you £6.99. So what? Really? Leaf. It's £1.50 extra for your king plate. You fiend! <laughs> the Pepsi is £2.80. So two wow. Oh, that's I was a, pretty much bang yeah, on there. That's, that's about what I was. £4.55 yeah. for the Copperberg. Jesus! <laughs> that's where the money's coming, yeah. £3.99 uh, for the treacle sponge, also yeah. £3.99 for the coffee and mini dessert, yeah. and then your £8 tip brings you to a total of £50.10, split three ways, £16.70. Stuart takes the points with £19.50. In all of your faces, thank you. <laughs> Why didn't Adelaide pay her share? Yeah, freeloader. <laughs> if you're old enough to walk into a Toby Carvery, you're old enough to pay your bill. <laughs> Well, she can't walk, so therefore she's fine. Um, well, in that case, the whole the whole quiz was a lie because it started off with the four of you walking in. Nathan <laughs> Peterson, you absolute charlatan. I think you'll find I walked into the Langley branch of the Toby with my wife and my daughter and my mother-in-law. I never like, un- under- whether they were walking, crawling, or being... They were all under your arms like rolls of carpet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, uh, I can't be bothered to work out the final score, but it was my, uh, Michael Harlock who won because of his lad points. Hey. <laughs> well played, lad Harlock. Oh. That's Quivia. Nathan, a tremendous Quivia as always. Absolutely beautiful. So it was brought up in the Quivia, but obviously the first thing that we need to tackle when we're talking about a roast dinner is uh, the meat. What, what are you saying in terms of meat? I mean, give me your dream meat. Are you a two meat kind of kind of guys? What's your what are your winners and your losers in the in the roast dinner meat steaks? Uh, Michael Harlock. Well, call me a bluff old traditionalist, but I do like beef, specifically a rib of beef. Oh wow, nice and pink, almost slightly underdone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, nice, nice sort of just a little bit of fat around the outside. Interesting. Oh. I mean, if you can get a bit on the bone and roast it on the bone, even better. 
bones. I know, bones. I went there, <laughs> threw the bone in. What's, hey. what's it wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little lacy number. <laughs> Are there any meats that you're absolutely against? No. Human. Human meat. Let's, I mean, not, what be, about... let's not be too hasty. Come on. <laughs> what, what about something like a gammon? You know, like a, you know, a roast ham gammon on a roast dinner. How do you feel about that? I'd be all over it, like Donkey Kong. I absolutely love gammon. Not as much as I love beef, but gammon is a winner for me. Cool, Michael Jameson. Jameson what do you think about gammon? Wow, wow, funny you should ask. Specifically, what? a what? gammon shank, perhaps. Um, I don't know what a gammon shank is. Actually, it's like a lamb shank, but gammon. Oh, <laughs> sounds like something I'd like. Um, <laughs> So I I had gammon when I was very little or younger, um, and I recall not particularly enjoying it. Um, I went actually round Nathan Peterson and Lauren, Lauren, Laura uh, Peterson's house. Sh- sh- don't mention his girlfriend. His wife might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> and Laura cooked a delicious roast which contained gammon, um, and yeah, it was absolutely delicious. Really liked it. So yeah, I'm glad to have overcome that fear. Go on. What part of the story have you missed out there? No part, I don't think. You told us that you didn't like gammon and then we cooked an entire chicken for you separately and then you liked the gammon, meaning that we didn't have to cook the separate meal for you. What a penis. I don't remember. Listen, right, there's a lot lot of things that happened on Sunday. A lot of them I remember, a lot of which, you know, a lot of rooms were flying around. I wouldn't like to speculate. Uh, my dear colleague Nate apparently would like to speculate, but I guess that's just a difference between him and I. <laughs> is this true? Did this actually happen? It's sort of true, yeah. Uh, so it's true then? It's true, yeah. Actually true. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, but that just shows the kindness and the incredibleness of that family. And what an ungrateful fucker you are. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the gammon was delicious. No, my favourite meats for a race is actually bloody love turkey because that flavour. Um, do love beef. Do love beef, but obviously pricey, expensive, and chicken. Uh, the mo- the one I do most often is chicken because that yeah. price. Yeah. Um, as for multi meat in my pornography, love a bit of multi meat on my dinner plate. Single meat is the way to go, and the the main reason for that is I would like my gravy to be aligned to the meat. So if I'm having chicken roast chicken, I will have ro- uh, chicken gravy. Uh, roast beef, I have beef gravy, so on and so forth. Cool. Peterson, what are you saying about me? Uh, well, I mean, let's look at me for one second. I'm not fucking picky about what meat I put in my mouth. Um, <laughs> you, 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 you can use that. Um, <laughs> I would say, right, okay, right, okay, fine. So there's obviously been a lot of times that I've been called a psychopath uh, on the, uh, on, on the uh, channel. And uh, this may be one of them. So if I'm going to be a normal human being and I'm going to pick one of your um, normal meats, shall we call them, it's probably going to be lamb. Um, it's I just like it's, it's, I guess it's because it's a flavor we don't necessarily or a meat that we don't necessarily use a hell of a lot. So it's something a bit yeah. different. Um, yeah. And obviously love a bit of mint sauce, which we'll probably come on to in a little bit. Um, but but if we're talking dream roasts. <laughs> I like roasted lamb's heart. Ooh. Let that one sit there and kill off the mood. I don't have any issue with offal. No. I don't I mean I've never had roasted lamb's heart. I would absolutely eat it. I I 
I mean, there is certain offal that I really like. I love chicken livers. I think they're absolutely beautiful. So I, I, I'm not squeamish about it. The only offal I would get squeamish about, brains mm. um, and tongue. Oh. The idea of eating tongue makes me sick. But yeah. other than that, other than that, I'm down for roasted lamb's heart. Yeah, I, I, think, I'd, I think I'd have uh, roasted lamb hearts yeah. without skipping a beat. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't eat fucking gammon, would eat a lamb heart. What? I did eat fucking gammon, you twat, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Not as of a th- about three days ago, you didn't. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, it's just big bacon. Why Why would you not that, that? Yeah, that was... Really? So it was basically... When I, when I had it when I was younger, I remember it being basically too strong in flavour. And I think I was... My memory was reinforced when I had game and really didn't <laughs> like it. Um, I so I referencing game it's like not even close yeah what? i know but that, nate that is what my memories did to me my memories deceived me i think there's a possibility that as a child you suffered from some kind of syndrome which meant you had overly sensitive taste buds possible possible i was put off burgers for about 10 years because it was actually the onion in the burger that i didn't like Oh, and then I, tr- I tried a plain hamburger from McDonald's. What, I'll take it back. You didn't. You didn't have any syndrome. You're just an absolute subhuman idiot. <laughs> Wait, hang on. <sighs> <laughs> I think for me, I do you know what? I totally agree with what Nate says about lamb. It's it tastes so very differently to everything else that it's almost it's special. Lamb is special. Um, if we're having a roast dinner at home. It tends to be chicken because that's the only thing that's practical. With having one third of the household vegetarian, it means that cooking a a big joint of beef, cooking something else like that, isn't really practical. Chickens, you know, you cook a you cook a chicken and you can make lunches. You can make pat lunches with that chicken for the next few days and stuff. It's just a practical yeah. meat. Mm. But for choice, now again, we'll come to this a bit later on. Most of my roast dinners tend to be eaten at a local pub at their carvery and they have on the carvery char siu pork oh wow and i tend to get they'll let you have two meats and i tend to get get this char siu pork and then for a a contrast i get that very different meat roast pork Um, (laughs) uh, may i object and ask what what's sorry what pork is that i'm i'm Chasu, so it's the Chinese uh, spice. It's got the, it's the the outside of it. It's been marinated in Chinese okay. spices, so the outside of it is it, it's red and it's got that uh, the redness seeps into the first few millimeters of the flesh. I'm sure there are <laughs> I'm sure there are more technical descriptions by people who know things about stuff, but uh, it's delicious. So it's it's got a it's pork, but with a slight. Um, Sweet spiciness to it. It's yeah. good. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely love that. Love um, it. All the porks. Yeah, completely yeah. with you on double pork. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. correct. Back to back to Dwight Yoke and Andy Cole again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find I do find pork underrated as a roast. I think I think there's a lot of people discount it for being either too dry or something like that. And I think yeah. it's just they've not got the right cut or they've maybe it's just been cooked wrong yeah but i'm yeah. I'm, I'm an advocate of pork in fact going back to it beef is one i find possibly overrated i've not had too many roast beefs that have blown me away 
um, which again probably comes down to the, to the actual cut of meat that rather than anything else. But a lot of people rave about roast beef. Obviously, it, on the quiver it was number one, but for me, it probably, very possibly, would be bottom of the list. Very possibly. Beef is beef. I think is more dependent on good butchery than any of the other meats. Possibly, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 Po- poorly butchered meat, and unfortunately, a lot of supermarket beef is poorly butchered. And um, if you go somewhere, Morrison's, for example, employ proper trained butchers on their butchers' counters, and their their meat tends to be better quality because of the quality of the butchery. But um, I think that's where, where the, what lets an awful lot of beef down. It's Tuesday night tonight. Now, I've specifically been referring to this topic as a roast dinner, rather than, some, as some people might call, a Sunday dinner. Where do you stand on roast dinners on days other than Sunday? Now, obviously, if someone comes up to you and says, here's a roast dinner, you'll eat it because you're a human being, unless you're Michael <laughs> Jameson, in which case you'll question it and probably make your host feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> but is it, is it, can, can you be bothered cooking a roast midweek or is it a, week, is it a Sunday thing? So, uh, um, I have absolutely no problem whatsoever eating a roast or any day of the week. Absolutely, whenever, absolutely fine. Just from a practicality point of view, it is only ever something that we in this household do on a Sunday. Uh, Monday to Friday we work. Saturday we usually is our sort of activity day. We will usually do stuff and almost always get takeaway. I'm not cooking, Claire's not cleaning. Uh, and Sunday will be our, our big meal day. Harlock? I am a big fan of a midweek roast or a roast at any point during the week. Love that. Absolutely. I might cheat. I might not do my own roast potatoes. I might use, you know, frozen Yorkshire puddings if, I, if the mood takes me. Yeah. I, I might even just use, dare I say it, chicken portions and roast them off really quickly. Fine. What, what about just grabbing a rotisserie chicken from Tesco? Uh, now, you see, if I'm going to do that, I'll do something different with that. Oh, hello. I'll, just, I'll, I'll, attack it. I'll attack it with my hands and shred the meat and then slap it between uh, a loaf of bread sliced horizontally oh. and just make a gigantic chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. I, can I just say, I like the way that Hardlock talks about food. Correct. It's very sexual. It's, it's very sexual. It's very arousing. <laughs> yeah, it's very arousing. Thank you, mate. I'm, I'm pleased yeah. that uh, you, you like it. I like it. I hope the listeners are liking it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the listeners, it's a, it's a short a short interlude from the topic at hand, but I'd, I would like to uh, to just address our listeners. Thank okay. you very much for listening to us, but I've got a massive request to you guys. If you are listening to this and you're not subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast. And if you've never left us a review on iTunes, or if you've never left us a comment in the YouTube upload of this podcast, do so. And let us know in your review how you feel about roast dinners. Just quite simply, just tell us about the meat and tell us about Mr. Harlock. Back to the topic <laughs> at hand. Peterson. Well, I've said it on this show many a time, I, I don't really cook. So I, I guess that the question doesn't necessarily apply to me. In terms of eating it, I will eat it on pretty much any day. Um, Sundays, obviously, just it just feels more right on a Sunday, I will admit. But at the same time, I'd happily have a roast dinner any night. It is just... It's just, I guess, the practical side of it. You know, I, I work slash don't cook. My wife works, which means that she doesn't want to come home and prepare a roast, you know, and us eat it at nine o'clock at night. So, um, yeah. yeah, but I would definitely have one midweek easily. 
easily. Where do you guys stand then on the... I mean, some people are very anti the eating out of a roast. I mean that as going out to eat a roast rather than some kind of strange cunnilingus reference. Where, 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 where do you guys stand on the, the going out to a, an external food venue to eat eat a roast dinner i'm fairly anti it i mean i i don't mind going to a carvery because i'm going with, with all in all honesty i go to a toby carvery because it's cheap mass produced I'm, I'm going there for ease but generally speaking most pubs or restaurants that i've had a roast from it just doesn't quite hmm. do it for me and they're usually a bit bit more expensive and i just don't want to pay extra for something that's just inadequate i have had one or two out that have been pretty good but they're just few and far between for me. I, I mean, I'm not against it technically, but it's just the quality I've just found lacking and not, you know, something that I've yeah. felt satisfied by. I'm all for going out for a roast. It's, but it's, the, the problem is, I find, there's just never enough food. Mm, yeah. And they tend to get a bit funny when you loosen your trousers <laughs> part way through the meal to facilitate, you know, more food going in. Um, you know, that's led to some unpleasantness in the past. <laughs> that said, <laughs> you know, when, when Weatherspoons decided to stop doing the Sunday roast on their menu, mildly upset by that. Mildly upset. Right. It wasn't great food, but it was cheap and reliable if you needed a quick roast fix on a Sunday and you couldn't be bothered to cook. Or if you were so hungover, you couldn't be bothered to cook, but still needed that <laughs> restorative power that only meat, gravy and Yorkshire pudding can bring. So if you, you if your main problem with the, the the restaurant or the pub roast is the the size of portions, what about a carvery? Is that not is that not the answer? That is indeed the answer, but I don't think there's a good carvery near me. I'm looking I'm looking yeah. at Jameson here to tell me otherwise, and I yeah, don't think there is. There's what are we getting a Toby carvery, are we? But I'm not sure if that's a good carvery. Don't toy with it. No, <laughs> they're okay. They're the McDonald's of carveries, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've had very few, to be honest. Um, what are you saying about roast dinners out of the house then, Michael? So I've, I've got a few issues um, regarding that. So, <laughs> oh. uh, so sort of been covered already a little bit. So first of all, unreliability. Um, I would say 80% of the time they are underwhelming. Um, I do like uh, quite a common thing with eat-out roasts is that the roast potatoes will be those sort of sweetened, meaty roast potatoes, those sort of almost shriveled, not so much crispy on the outside, but sort of, if you know what I mean, they get a bit shriveled, meaty and sweet. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I find that one eating out sometimes. Um, Main problem, though, um, obviously doesn't happen, well, doesn't happen to take carvery, but (laughs) give me enough fucking gravy. Don't... Do not if I have to ask for more gravy, or if it's just some pathetic piddly amount, oh, I'll get so angry. I can imagine your rage, your impotent rage. Yes. <laughs> yeah, fuming. I I dislike a, a a roast dinner in a pub or a restaurant or whatever. I I avoid them like the plague. I would never choose one. I'm going out for one for a. a a Christmas thing in a couple of weeks time. And I'm sure it will be nice. I just, I have, as you know, I have going back to food quirks from the random questions. I have lots of little food quirks and one of them is around kind of roast dinners. I'm a bit funny about stuff like that, but I do, I love a carvery and we're so lucky that we've got 
uh, a local independent pub near us. I say it's an independent pub. It's they're, they're a family-owned chain that have like five or six pubs, and all of them have amazing carveries, and it's reassuringly expensive. So, whereas the Toby Carvery, what do you say, six ninety-nine? On in the week, yeah. In the yeah, week, this this carvery is like a tenner, which. If you consider that's in the north, if that was down south, that would be like what seven hundred pounds. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so well, at least, it, and you get choice of two meats, the aforementioned chasu pork, uh, the as much gravy as you want. The vegetables are amazing. They do these kind of leeks in a cheesy sauce, which are Ooh. astonishing. A selection of gravies, including peppercorn sauce, chef's pan gravy, oh. all, all everything you want. They even have oh. a salad bar if you're a knob. <laughs> it's it's awesome. And the pub, even better, and there's one of you guys who will like this more than the others, is called the Fletcher's Arms. Yay. It is... Uh, it was for those people who don't know. That's the name of Mr. Harlock's uh, youngest son. That is correct. And and it's yeah, and um, they do decent beer, and obviously that's the most important thing. It's great, and it's like a ten-minute walk from my house, so we can walk there, and I can drink, and we can eat a carvery, and it's wonderful. And when you all come to Manchester, I will take you to the Fletchers, and we will partake of gravy. You this had day. me at Chef's Pan's gravy. Ah. <laughs> oh. It's great stuff. That's and like what is and that? Genu- exactly? it, like prop like gravy made from the meat juices. Yes. Mate. As opposed to as opposed to vegetarian friendly gravy. Correct. Yes. Which brings us on to uh accoutrements in general, but we may as well start with gravy. Now, in terms of a home roast, I am an absolute heathen. Our gravy is Bisto granules. We don't make real gravy at Christmas time, and I know we're not talking Christmas dinners tonight. But at Christmas time, I will buy a ready-made turkey gravy. You're not alone. Uh, it's not. Uh, it, it's hard to make. Like I say, we don't tend to roast meat a lot in this house, so it's just it's bisto granules in terms of gravy. And as a northern boy, I should probably be more ashamed than I am. But you know, I'm not. It's all right, you know. You can make it as thick as you want. It's lovely. It doesn't bother me too much, actually. The gravy, like I've never, I don't think I've had many gravies where I'm like, oh, that's. I think as long as it's got the right consistency, I think that's the the important thing for me. I want, I like it a little bit, you know, quite thick. It's when MJ saying about you know when he goes eating out and they give you barely any gravy. The other one is when you get gravy and it's it's basically very light brown water. Oh. That, <laughs> that fucks me off as well. Oh. Um, so I quite like I, I like a gravy where I can barely see the food through it. Um, Absolutely <laughs> correct. Uh, but in terms of you know getting your, your posh meat gravies or getting bisto, I, I doesn't bother me. I'm not too fussy when it comes to that. No, you see, I, I have I have gravy granules at home um, because I am the only member of my family that will have gravy. What on a roast dinner? What I know. I know. That is mental. I, I, think, I think Stuart just fell over. Yeah. Yeah, you, you need to you need to start beating your wife and children. <laughs> I'm not advocating domestic battles. <laughs> well, like no, I am. Up. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've, you've met Mrs. Harlock. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I've tried. I have tried. And she just doesn't. <laughs> no, with the gravy, not the beating. <laughs> not that I'm going to admit to on, on a podcast. 
<laughs> and she just doesn't like gravy or any kind of sauce on food with gravy. So roast dinners, it's for me, it, it it makes me feel uncomfortable just watching them eat dry meat and stuff. My youngest, I, I managed to get my youngest that's... eating gravy by treating it like ketchup, by giving it to him in a pot and letting him dunk stuff in it. Nice. <laughs> that worked for him. But yeah, so oh, I, there's no point making proper gravy just for me. Gravy for <clears> me is just so important. And I, I sort of pride myself on it. Um, Stuart, one thing I would say, because you say you, you um, use the, the granules, and I, my, my cupboard does have granules in, and I do, I do use them with my gravy. However, could, I mean, one option to you, because this is, this is partially what I do, is pouring the chicken fat slash juice from the roasting tray into the gravy granules. Yeah, that's an option, isn't it? Um, so that that is partially what I do. But what I've tended to do more recently, I've sort of honed my gravy skill. So I do that. I'll use a few different types of gravy. So cheap gravy granule for mainly thickening because they're like little fucking rabbit food or something. <laughs> um, the Bisto Best, which is made with real meat juices. Um, the chicken juice or the roasting juice, including the vegetables that the meat is cooked on from the actual roasting tray. Uh, and then I'll actually get the... Uh, tip it, I typically would cook a roast, um, so say a chicken, for example, on top of potatoes and carrots. I will take some of those, which have absorbed all the fats, meats and juices and flavours from the herbs, whatever additives I'm added, like oranges or lemons or whatever the fuck it is. I will bl- blend that in a Nutribullet and then add, add that to the gravy as well. Um, and I like my gravy fucking absurdly thick. Almost to the yeah. point of fucking puree. Mm. Um, and it's, it's just fucking immense. Claire likes it a little bit thinner, so I have to do two batches now. I just um, thin hers out a bit. But fucking love it, and it's just it's just glorious. Absolutely. Sounds good. It's just the best. It brings it all together. Yeah. So, so when do you want this round? This Sunday or... <laughs> Isn't it, though? <laughs> yeah, it sounds ace, man. Yeah, right. In terms of everything else that we're going to have with roast dinners, what I would like us to do is we're going to take it in turns. Correct. And we're going to go in this order. We're going to go Harlock, Jameson, Peterson, Bullock. We're going to say an item that for us is a must-have on our roast dinner plate. And then the others can simply comment as to whether or not we agree or disagree. Michael Harlock. Stuffing. I mean, on everything. On everything. Whatever, Whatever roast you're having. My oldest yeah. son was demand stuffing, and I'm with him 100% stuffing with everything. Yeah, roast. legit. Yeah. When I go when I go to the carvery, I have stuffing on my plate. Regardless, I mean, I have like I say double pork, which is a stuffing meat anyway. But yeah, stuffing. Yeah, winner. Are we all in? Uh, yeah, yeah, 100% I'm... agree. I'm particularly a fan of the really um, of the more fruit based ones. So you're either your cranberry or your oh. citrus mm. ones like orange. Perhaps, Love that prunes. Perhaps oh, some apricots, chestnut and apricot. Yes. Oh, and bacon. Yeah, great stuff. Jameson. Roast potato, obviously. Obviously, obviously, carry on. Almost goes without saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. crispy, please. Um, don't want not enough of them. Actually, Nate, there was a comment on the Instagram photo saying, oh, or, or whatever it was, I think it said, oh, three potatoes, is there a famine? Uh, that was actually <laughs> the perfect amount with that portion because they were nice big potatoes. Interesting enough, when I was doing the Quivia research and they were uh, talking about the nation's favourite, there was like a 
it, it described what the nation uh, felt was the perfect roast, and it was like three slices of meat, etc., etc. And it actually said three, <laughs> and it actually said three potatoes. So that is allegedly the nation's perfect amount of potatoes. Absolute idiots. Peterson, what are you having on your plate? Uh, I'm going to offend Mr. Harlock slightly. Ooh. Do it. Mint sauce. Savage. Yeah. Savage. Or, or, I mean, I've, I've very lately got into the game. Mint jelly. Oh, no. With lamb. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that, oh, no. I, I lost That's my audience now. rather quickly there. Um, <laughs> yeah, mint sauce. Uh, it is the only probably condiment that I will allow near my roasts. I'm not a fan of this, you know, oh, apple sauce with your pork and you know, mustard or horseradish with your beef or whatever. No, mint on everything. On everything. So I am I am minting my vegetables without fail. <laughs> however, however I am not. <laughs> I'm not necessarily please. I'm not necessarily minting my meat. <clears throat> I think we just found the uh, title of. <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, fantastic. No, I, uh, I, I uh, won't uh, go fucking anywhere near mint sauce. Obviously, oh, at all. No. Oh, there's a surprise. It's got fucking flavour. Um, it's got fucking vinegar, you twat. <laughs> and what flavor? about jelly? Is the jelly not going to sway you? No, nah, probably not. No, because that's just fucking weird. Even I mean, Stuart, it's think- weird. I don't, I don't think you're ready for the jelly. <laughs> I am going to have on my plate roasted parsnip. Correct. Oh, big time. Oh. Correct. Honey roasted? Uh, yeah, anything. Covered in covered in anything sweet. Maple, Maple honey. Yeah, yeah Maple, whatever. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Stuff. Should we have another round? Harlock, anything else you want to put on this plate um, before I get to asking some more questions? I mean, obviously Yorkshire pudding. Obviously, yeah. obviously. Well, I, mean, I, I mean, I kind of assumed that like, potatoes and Yorkshire puddings were a given, but with every, oh, yeah, you know. with every meat, with every meat, the tradition is just it's just a roast roast uh, beef thing, isn't it? Really? No, no, no. With every meat, every meat. Yeah, correct, absolutely. And I will tell you what, more than happy to have the that is the that is the one item on the entire plate where I I would not really take much issue with just the pre bought stuff. Um, I think they're very very different in flavour, but they're very nice. And they're very crispy, and I like them. Yeah, they're okay. I mean, they're not as good as they're not as good. No, they're not as no, good. They're not as good, but I, they, they're they different. Tend to be, they tend to be crispier. Whereas yeah. a proper Yorkshire pudding, uh, a proper Yorkshire pudding, you get a bit more unctuousness with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they are a, a crap Yorkshire pudding is better than no Yorkshire pudding, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. Uh, just on the subject of Yorkshire, because we may not return to it, uh, and also bring up the Toby Carvery. For a very short period, they offered Yorkshire puddings on their dessert menu. Oh, I wow. don't know if that's something you've seen anywhere else, but basically it came with ice cream and it had, uh, I think it was chocolate and caramel sauce drizzled over them. Wow. And it obviously sounds like a potentially mental idea. However, it was fucking incredible. So if you do get the option of trying a sweet uh, or dessert based around the Yorkshire pudding, I, well, I would recommend it. 
you've got clafouti, haven't you, which is the French dessert, which is essentially a Yorkshire pudding with cherries or whatever mm-hmm. in it, which I've never had, but sounds amazing. But I was raised, I was born, I am a Yorkshireman. I like to remind you of that. So you're talking about my puddings right now. <laughs> as a, as, as a child, too? I, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As a child, after a roast dinner, when I would ask, what's for pudding, mum? Uh, the answer was uh, a Yorkshire pudding with sugar on. Yeah, uh-huh. nice. Yeah. How was it? Yeah, just literally. Yeah, I mean, it's a Yorkshire pudding, and you sprinkle some sugar on it, and you eat it, and it's a sweet Yorkshire. It's, yeah. Have you had it as an adult? No, because <laughs> there are lots of things that I did as a child, which to do them as an When a child eats a Yorkshire pudding with sugar on, it's cute. When an overweight adult man eats a Yorkshire pudding with sugar on, what you're basically just rubbing your obesity in the faces of every healthy person. So, uh, correct. yeah, correct. Jameson, what else are you having on this plate? I'll tell you what, carrots are pretty mandatory for me. Carrots are great. Are you are you sweetening them up at all? A bit of marmalade, maybe. Well, the way I cook them is I put them in a roasting tray with butter. Uh, sugar and maple syrup and i just roast that off a similar timing for the uh, cover it with foil and roast it off for a similar time as the potatoes yeah yeah i'm a i'm a honey mustard kind of glaze on my carrots delicious nice yeah yeah are we all loving carrots absolutely i will have Uh, every single roast i don't think i've ever cooked a roast without carrots no, I'll ha- standard. I'll have them. I wouldn't, you know, if I was devising my perfect one, I probably wouldn't. There wouldn't be something that I would jump to. But at the same time, I, I do enjoy them on a roast, so I'll, I'll Nate, accept. Nate's wife made uh, carrot and pepper puree with mm. this one. Oh, nice. And what, and what did you uh, force her to make as an alternative for you? Excuse <laughs> me. No, it's very delicious. I'll be Good. using it as a base of inspiration. We, Sweet. we were very tempted to give him pita pizza as fucking punishment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peterson, you putting anything else on this plate? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm toying with two. Um, there's, there's two things that have sort of, over the last few years, have, have suddenly come to prominence with my roast dinners. I'm probably going to go for the slightly more normal of the two. Which go is both, mate. Go both. Don't let us hold you back. Stuart, would you allow me to do both? Yeah, go on. I'm giving you a big plate. Uh, roast <laughs> onion. I don't know if that's oh, interesting. That, You've lost the room. Is, I feel like no, was, no, he hasn't. I've lost I you. Michael, your bell doesn't like flavour. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just something. Just a whole roasted onion is just. It's got a nice level of sort of sweetness and acidity. It's just yeah. chunky. I just, I just love it. It's yeah. just something that I've yeah. just come to yeah. enjoy. Um, and the other thing, which I never, the first time somebody put it on my plate as a roast dinner, I looked at them like they were a fucking imbecile. <laughs> cauliflower cheese oh get out go away <laughs> get out I've come to really enjoy a cauliflower cheese with a roast dinner nah no, nah. now I've lost the room right. <coughs> nah mate nah, nah mate I'm, I'm half with you I have to be in the mood for <laughs> you like the cauliflower cauliflower <laughs> cheese but I just sometimes it can be too much with a roast yeah, and that's what I thought when it, like I say, I mean, cheese sauce with a gravy just made no sense to me whatsoever. And it still doesn't. I still can't explain it. Use the Yorkshire it, but... pudding as a breakwater. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> it, it, it um, but as we found out last week, I have um, ice cream with custard. So what do I know? I'm, I'm mental. Yeah, exactly. Psychopath. But other sources then, what... what... You mentioned this uh, in, a, in a message to me, Mr. Harlock, 
bread sauce. Now, that's I've had it once, and it's something that literally, I mentioned this to my wife, it's not, it's not even a thing. Like, who eats bread sauce? I eat bread sauce. Why? With roast chicken and turkey, it's just delicious. I don't know. It's 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 always been a family thing. At Christmas or or occasion on a Sunday with the chicken, there'd be a bowl of bread sauce, and there would be a fight over it. Almost physical raised, fighting. Were you raised in a novel by Charles Dickens? <laughs> what the, I wish. Bread sauce, man. It's quite bland. Bread sauce. Yeah, I don't it's, get it's, it. It's, but a bit of nutmeg nothing. in there. Bit of onioniness to it. Mm. But a bit of chicken. No. 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 But no. but Nate can have mint sauce on anything, and that's fine. Oh no, I'm not happy with that either. But bread sauce, a traditional accompaniment for chicken, and is it inoffensive. I'll, I'll, I once thought I was scooping a, a, a spoonful of bread sauce onto a plate uh-huh. at, at our wedding tasting, actually. And then when I got back to the to the, to the table and started eating it, I learned that I found was... out it was horse semen. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back for seconds. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was. Uh, I realised I was trying horseradish for the first time. Oh, that's very unfortunate. It's very, very unfortunate. Yeah, that's a very different experience yes. to bread sauce. <laughs> I don't like horseradish. Apparently, <laughs> love that's horseradish. Love horseradish. Uh, um. Um, yeah, I'm not. To, I'm not sure I've ever had horseradish to be honest, which is bizarre because I love mustard, I love spice, and uh, wasabi. I love wasabi, so I'm guessing I'd like horseradish. It's just not something that I've ever. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, got a wasabi notes about it. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd like yeah. It. yeah, I'll have to give it a go next time I'm having roast beef, but it's not something I've ever ever tried. Are there any? I want to just get back to potatoes. So we said roast potatoes. Where do we stand on boiled potatoes? Either boiled old potatoes or boiled new potatoes as part of a roast dinner. The, the, um, the clue is in the name, roast? Yeah, no, I would well. say no to boiled potatoes. I'd, I'd actually find that particularly off-putting and offensive. Um, I would say a big fucking affirmative yes to mash. Yeah, you having that? You having with, mash? As long as it's with roast, like obviously. Yeah, yeah, you know, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, it's sort of, it's sort of like bread sauce, but with flavour. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm going to take the contrarian position now and just go no. <laughs> You're wrong. No, no, no to mash. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No to mash. Too much. Oh wow. Fuck. Give me extra roasts. Roast potatoes. Yeah. Keep your mash. Yeah, I, t- I mean, I like a bit of mash, but I take extra roast over mash every any well, yeah, day of exactly. the week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just one potato. <laughs> um, it's just keep the roast potato. You just need one potato, yeah. and that's it. Right, I've got a question for you now, and I'm hoping you're all going to say the, the very resounding answer. Peas. Yes. Yeah. I'm very much, don't mind, yes or no. Absolutely Peas fine. on a roast dinner? Are you mad? I can't believe you said peas on a roast. What a waste of... the. Peas, they they spread out. You can't. They, they take up. Yeah. They take up real estate on your plate. Yeah, they, they are. But go for something like broccoli that you can stack a bit yeah, more. Yeah, broccoli can eat, fuck you, one. You're still eating. You're still eating veg, thus making your wife or mother or whoever think you're more acceptable as a human being. But you're making more room for meat, potatoes, and Yorkshire puddings. Peas, broccoli can go. Mate, mint sauce on broccoli. Straight down, uh, easy. I don't think you get can... it out. Get it out of the way first, then you can enjoy the rest of your roast dinner. I don't think mint sauce can save broccoli. I think it's too far gone. It's it's. I don't want to be eating a vegetable that feels like I'm eating pubes. I don't. <laughs> it's just. Nah, you're right. 
I'll, as David Goss would say, I'll allow it. Right. Any other veg that's a, an honourable mention for anyone? You mentioned leeks in a cheese sauce. Yeah. I'm just going to say I'm absolutely with you on that. Oh, that's that so good. Over cauliflower cheese, definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm also a big fan of like... Um, you can you can get sometimes from the supermarkets like a cabbage and leek mix, oh, yeah, yeah. and we'll we'll often get that, and maybe just uh, just stir fry it a bit, you know, blast it, warm it up a bit. Um, but again, bit of mint sauce on that, oh, it's bloody lovely. Add yeah. bacon, bloody lovely. Uh, cabbage and bacon. No, we no, I we 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 struggle with things because of the, uh. the wife's the wife's awkwardness, <laughs> um, <laughs> her, her illness, her vegetarianism. But, uh, yes, we tend not to add bacon to things as much as I'd like. I have just started uh, cooking broccoli as a consistent uh, roast returnee because uh, my wife likes it and I'm starting to come around to it a bit more. Um, Leeks, that was actually the first time I've had it was on Sunday and I really enjoyed it. So I'll definitely be exploring that avenue. Um, Sorry, you you sound like you're moving your jaw in... in, in No, I, I, I was just moving my jaw. Can you quieten down about it then? Because you've you, well, you sort of ruined this segment, haven't you? So you've just made it a bit awkward. So there is there is only one more thing that I wanted to say on this debate. <laughs> um, cr- cranberry sauce. I'm actually sort of coming around to as well. But I normally, I, well, not normally. I often put it in the gravy now. I like it to be there yeah, in yeah. some in some way. Yeah, bit of sharp bitterness, bit of sweetness. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah, I've come round to cranberry over the years. I didn't. I used to really dislike it, but I've come round to cranberry. Yeah, and I mean, all uh, again, applesauce is pretty good as well. A, a nice fruity, something sharp, because roast dinners are incredibly rich, aren't they? I think that's the thing with the mint sauce for for me and Nate is that when you've got a rich roast meat, you've got roast potatoes that it can all be. Yeah, that it's the it's the the sharpness of the mint sauce yes. that cuts through things and gives it just gives it a bit of balance. It's like Anakin Skywalker just bringing balance to the force of the roast dinner. Yeah. Killing children. Yeah, yeah, killing killing children. I mean, that's surely that's something you can we can all get behind. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, correct. Um, we, totally agree. Yeah, met, cutting uh, through the richness of things is something that I've been on and on about recently. Pineapple on a pepperoni pizza. Tomato sauce and a macaroni and cheese, all that kind of thing. Fucking love it, mate. Yeah. Sorry? Big time. What? Tomato sauce and macaroni and cheese. Yeah, so I, yeah. Okay. No. Just a rich, slow-cooked tomato sauce. Just drizzled over the side. You cook it separately and you just drizzle it on. Oh, like you make, like not ketchup. Oh, God. Oh, fucking no. Listen. Oh, right. Okay, I'll, okay, okay. I'll send you a photo yeah. right now. I'll send you a photo. That's fine. Sweet. And now... I mean, coming back to Yorkshire pudding, one of the things that, that that was a possible issue for us tonight was there being a north-south divide over the roast dinner. Now, I thought that the, the two things that could have been potential spanners in the works were, were Yorkshire puddings and gravy. But I think we're all pretty much on the same page. Just peas. Apparently northerners, yeah. northerners hate peas. I don't, I don't dislike peas. I just think they're an absolute waste of real estate on a roast dinner plate. They're an infrastructural I liability, I would say. Yeah. But yeah. if you have your gravy as thick as perhaps Nate and I like our gravy, the peas kind of get sort of bound up in it so they don't go flying anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that is fair. From a logistical point of view, it makes them a lot easier to eat. 
Sir? So the main the main purpose of gravy in your roast dinners is as a rudimentary <laughs> pea prison. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also don't rule don't rule out the fact you've got a Yorkshire pudding there that could be um used to contain them. Indeed. Ah, you see, but when I have my my at my carvery, I fill Flat my one. Yorkshire pudding. I fill my Yorkshire pudding with onions. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. A Yorkshire oh, onion uh, tart. Uh, yeah, that, that macaroni cheese with the tomato sauce, Michael Jameson, looks astonishing. It's It does look really nice. It's a proper tomato ragu. I totally get that. It, yeah, you, you, you're correct. Um, it's the salad with your macaroni cheese that you need to sort out, mate. What on earth are you doing <laughs> with your life? That is appalling. No. It's not salad. It's no. green flakes of cheese. <laughs> that ain't no cheese I've you ever need... seen. <laughs> well, well. Oh, no. Uh, and on that appalling note, I think we've uh, just about drawn our conversation about roast dinners to a close. And I think the world's probably a better place for us setting this uh, setting this to rights tonight, lads. We've done the world a great service. And from now on, I think whenever anyone has a question about a roast dinner, all they need look no further than to listen to this episode of the podcast. Because we've, I mean, this is the gospel according to roast dinner, isn't it? So well done, guys. You can uh, give yourselves a big pat on the back, safe in the knowledge that we've made yeah. we've made the world a better place tonight. We so. have. It's very important. And people, it's a shame that not, not as many people as should listen to this will. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> this is probably the most significant audio event in years. There's, there's yeah. approximately 157 million, no, not people, because that doesn't work out, but... 157 million roasts going to waste because people aren't listening to this podcast. Yeah, that's it. Correct. Give the gift of a roast Correct. this Christmas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> roast time oh. just for Christmas? Is that no? No. Give, give your nana roast yeah. this Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Not you, Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, On that, so with that then, I think it's uh, it's about time that we thank we thank Mr. Harlock properly by inviting him to play a game. It's time to play a game, let's play a game It's called Sweeter or Seven We put the name of a full stuff out of a hat You tell us what you think about that Will the next full stuff be sweeter or savory? Will it be sugary or covered in sour? It's just no way to know But you must predict Will the next full stuff be sweeter? Michael Harlock. Yes. The game is sweeter or savoury. And before you play the game, there's probably one statistic that you need to know. A small man who hates bacon once scored nine on the game of sweeter or savoury. Right. You, you owe it to decency. You owe it to humanity. And to height. To wipe... And to hide. And to the no no MJ club. And to the no MJ's club. We haven't even brought that up yet. This episode is so important because it features the debut of the final member of the no MJ's club, Michael Harlock. Hello. Uh, But you owe it to all of those things to wipe that tiny prick (laughs) off the off the scoreboard and his little stupid bacon hating face. Michael Harlock, are you ready to play sweeter? Or savourier. Yes. 
The first foodstuff out of the Northern Flat Cap making its second appearance is the KFC Zinger Tower Burger. Michael, will the next foodstuff be sweeter or savoury? Uh, sweeter. Sweeter than the KFC Zinger? I hope we don't get another like last week. Oh, I hope it's not Marmite. It is. It's a cheeseburger. Ugh. I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't make that call. <sighs> Fucking hell. That's mid-range. Right, so hang yeah. on. Let's break it down, guys. What we got? So, Zinger, what we got? Ch- uh, sweet chilli sauce, is it? No. Just a, no, chili. salsa. Salsa. Oh, salsa. salsa. Yeah. Is it a McDonald's salsa. cheeseburger? Hash, hash brown. It's just a cheeseburger. Oh. oh, in that case, there's room for haggling. You could, you could, you could argue that there's tomato ketchup in there. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that there's starburst in it if you wanted to. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> sensible argument. Yeah. But... Yeah. Oh. I I don't know. Nate, what are you saying? I've... Um. Do you know what? For two reasons. Actually, for three. One, I think it genuinely is slightly sweeter because you've got the ketchup in there. Uh, Two, because I don't want this game to end so quickly like it did last week or last show. And three, to keep this fight against Chris Clements going, I'm going to say it's sweeter. I think so. I mean, if you think the zinger's got the zinger's got spice in its favour, yeah. yeah. and it's right. got the it's got that it's got the the proprietary blend of eleven herbs and spices. <laughs> so I think I think it's just about got the edge. Michael Harlow, okay. will the ne- will the next food stuff be sweeter or savoury? Uh, sweeter. <laughs> Sweeter than a cheeseburger, Michael Harlock. It is a rich tea biscuit. Yes. Boys, we're, we're playing the game, boys. Yeah. This is uh, how it works. Here we uh, go. The rich tea biscuits. Sweeter or savourier than a rich tea biscuit, Michael? Savourier. Savourier than a rich tea biscuit. My friend, it's original flavour Pringles. And not only is it your first time on the podcast, it's original Pringles first <laughs> time as well. Oh, I love, I, I bloody love the lotto statistics. <laughs> It's the first time we've seen the Pringles since November 2017. <laughs> uh, Michael Harlock, sweeter or savourier than original Pringles? Sweeter. It's a margarita pizza, Michael. Uh, yeah, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tomato. Um, yeah, I reckon marginally so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll let you have that. Uh, it's also the first time we've seen the margarita pizza. Interesting. Oh. So, uh, uh, what a lovely night. <laughs> Michael, will, it be, will the next food stuff be sweeter or savoury? Uh, I'm going to go for sweeter. Ma- Michael Harlock, you are smashing it, my friend. And it's it's another it's another debut, this time from the original Oreo. Yeah. Oh, wow. Very good. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe we've never we've never had the Oreo before, but there you go. Yeah, lovely. The stats don't lie. Uh, Michael Harlock, will the next food stuff be sweeter or savourier? Savourier. Savory other than an original Oreo. It's another debut product. It's the Walker's Crisps, and can you guess what flavour the crisps will be? One cocktail. Salt and oh, vinegar. Okay. Because all of the flavours are salt and vinegar that I put in. <laughs> <'Cause I'm laughs> bloody, bloody loves salt and vinegar crisps. I must remember you're, that. You're on, you are on fire at the moment. You are currently on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and you're getting an eighth. You are close on the heels of Christopher Bacon Hater Clements. Will the next food stuff, Michael, be sweeter or savourier? Sweeter. Sweeter than a walk of salt and vinegar crisp. It's not a debut, 
but it is sweeter than a Walker's salt and vinegar. It's the Maryland original cookie. Ooh, oh, lovely. Works there. Okay. Glad you'd have a cookie. The cards are being very kind. Yeah. Where are we going? Sweeter or savourier? <laughs> Stuart sounds like a tower. I reader. think we're going to go for savourier than a Maryland cookie, please. Yeah. Oh, Ma- Maverick. Uh, we're going to have <laughs> a, a little bit of an argument now because oh. it's the Snickers. Peanuts. What's... <laughs> what's, what's, what's peanuts. Peanuts. Say savoury, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Caramel, mate. But peanuts. Caramel. Mm. Yeah, I counter your peanuts with my caramel. Yeah. I, I, more peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't call it. I mean, that's... that's, just, that's has he, has that's he beaten Chris? Has he beaten Chris? Let's have a look. No, it's tied. One, two, Nine. three... Four, five, six, seven. Yeah, this is nine, so this would be to tie with Chris, which would have some, as as Chris and Mike are. Uh, I mean, lo- is lovers is lovers too strong a hetero life mates? Uh yeah, we'll go with quote, hetero life mates. To, to quote Kevin Smith, because Nathan Peterson bloody oh, loves he bloody off. loves a Kevin Smith quote. Yeah, so if if the adjudicators were to say that a Snickers was sweeter. Than a Maryland cookie? I'm, is it poetic justice? Thing is, what are we saying, boys? I'm afraid I, I think it's sweeter. I think the caramel, although I see the argument of peanuts, Harlock, I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. I don't feel you are with me, Nate. I, I really don't. <laughs> I, I think actually you're very much not with me. <laughs> I feel very much in a Snickers they offer texture over flavour. Oh. I think the caramel is just a bit stronger. I do feel it's probably sweeter. This is awkward. It's quite. Quite thick chocolate in a Snickers. Yeah, yeah, that's it. There's, there's essentially we have to consider. Obviously, the joy of beating Chris is a joy that uh, hopefully more people should come feel. on. Let's let's bring bacon haters' reign to an end. We that's, can make that happen. That's true. He's not. He's not he's number not, one. On. That's fine. He's not. Let fate decide. <clears throat> now, out of interest, where well, would you play your next move? Would I assume you'd go savourier? I well, would go savourier than a Snickers. Okay, you're going savourier. Stuart, hang on. What's happening? Because did you want to hear my second point? No. My, my <laughs> second point. Hear, I didn't even want to hear your first point. <laughs> my second point was going to be that we don't want to make a mockery of what is actually quite an important game. That's all I was going to say, and I'll just leave that in a nice little parcel well, in your ears. I I hear you, but let me just finish my point. If Stuart pulls out bacon. <gasps> I feel like the fate has decided that Snickers is more savoury. So if it's bacon, if it's bacon, we bacon carry is, on. If it's not bacon, because bacon is if it's not because bacon is taking its revenge on CC. Yes, if it's not bacon, then we end at nine. If it's bacon, we carry on. Jesus, this is some advanced okay. rule shit. I love it. I just feel um, yeah. fate needs to decide this. I agree. Yeah, I th- you, you're This is bigger right than us. Audible on that. This is bigger. <laughs> it is. Do you know what? I don't know how to feel. On the last episode, we heard the words, unless it's Marmite, oh, no. and Marmite came out. Oh, no. On this episode, we've said, if bacon comes out, it's a sign. I've pulled the food stuff out of the hat. The food stuff, I can't even say it. I've pulled the food stuff out of the hat. It's not bacon. <sighs> The it's, the Seabrook, it's the Seabrook salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar, oh. there it is. Yeah. I feel, I feel ashamed that it's uh, that it's Bradford's own 
<laughs> Seabrook Salt and Vinegar Crisps that that have that have taken. I feel like Bra- I feel like Bradford has taken the side of Chris Clements over Mike. He can and I feel like move there then, can't it's, he? <laughs> it's a sign. It's a it's a sign for me that I've chosen wrong, and that maybe all this time I should have been Team Chris. <laughs> I'm having an existential no. crisis. Oh, oh my lord! Stuart. Bacon. Think about the bacon. Think about the bacon. Well, Michael Harlock, you got nine, which is the which is the joint second highest score ever in a game of sweeter or savourier. You are only being beaten by the magnificence of Jason Cockroft, which I, I mean, will say- anyone ever? Yeah, will anyone ever beat Jason Cockroft? Um, other than, of course, Kirsty, who we believe beats <laughs> him daily. Um, Thank you, thank you very much for playing the game, regardless of your inability to defeat Chris. Um, You're welcome, it's good fun. Yeah, yeah, and thank you very much for being a, a part of our podcast. It's been an absolute joy to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, I, I, I have very much enjoyed talking about a roast dinners with you, and as always, it's been wonderful to spend the evening with uh, Nathan Peterson as well. <laughs> And that's the end of the podcast. No other words need to be said oh, about great. anything else. Uh, I, uh, it's been not... wonderful being with you also, Stuart, but also Michael. Michael, oh. it's, been, it's been wonderful being with you, Mr. Harlock. Uh, oh. Thank you, Mr. Peterson. It's been a real pleasure. You're welcome. You're, you're welcome back any time. If you ever need a new, a new Michael, then, you know, look no further. Well, this well, was your audition. You... Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a great way to find out. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is awkward again, isn't it? It would save us having to learn a new name. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? You you call me cunt anyway. No, this is true. Just to say, if you were to cook me gammon, I would eat the gammon and not insist you cook me a chicken as well. Just saying. Oh, I didn't, ins- I didn't insist. I, I politely floated the idea, and I absolutely <laughs> loved both. Loved the chicken, loved the gammon. <laughs> Oh, just the idea. I mean, thanks for cooking me this roast dinner. But if you wouldn't mind, if you do, you happen to have a chicken that you could cook, that you could roast for me as well. I mean, this is, I'm just could do that for you, Michael. You, it was you'll have to wait an hour and a half. Oh, I'm so fuming. I'm so angry. The, the, the extra layer of this was when I first floated the idea of doing gammon. He was like, "Oh, does it have to be gammon?" Um, and then you know, talking it out with him, and I was like, "What, what about Claire? Does she like Gammon?" He was like, "Oh no, she, she's oh, not a fan either. She's not a fan." <laughs> I then saw Claire on Friday night and said, "Oh, you're not a fan of Gammon either." And she was like, "Um, I don't really know. Actually, I haven't had it in a few years." So yeah, it's not even that she wasn't a fan. He just couldn't even be bothered to find out what his wife did and didn't like. He didn't want Gammon, and he just manipulated the information no. to, force, to force extra cooking on. Upon my wife. No. Scum. Claire's fussier than me. That's a fact. She can't be that fussy. She married you. Well, she ate all the gammon. No question. (laughs) Yeah. So fucking did I. Yeah. And all the chicken. Yeah, fuck you. Thank you. Right. Well, now that we've managed to sour the air... Just when we were saying thank you and all being nice to each other, and once again Michael Jameson manages to turn it into a, a slanging match, you idiot. I have a certain amount of um, attention hunger, and you guys weren't fulfilling it by ignoring me. So you set me off, and you know, <laughs> it's the viewers who paid in in the end. So I hope you made them happy because I'm happy probably. So good, 
Good. Well, if if we've made you happy, please let us know. Write us a review on iTunes. Write us a comment on YouTube. Send us an email, fruitcast at gmail.com. And send Michael Jameson, the irritating little toddler, some more of the attention that he craves. Thank you very much. I don't know why I'm saying this all so angrily and full of spice, yeah. the, but I am. It's not the listeners' so fault. Thank you. No, thank you for listening. Thank you, and I will see you on the next episode of Fruckle Wrapped. Bye. Thanks for watching, guys. Bye. Thanks for watching.